This podcast is brought to you by Clean Cup Coffee, 100% organic, non-GMO coffee delivered straight to your door. They're not just coffee beans. They got all sorts of coffee products from soaps to candles. Place your order today at cleancupcoffee.com. You got any questions or comments while you're listening? Feel free to use the hashtag RacesRecap. If you want to see the video versions of this podcast, check it out at RacesRecap.com. Look forward to chatting with you. Hey there, what do you say there, world? Welcome back to the Races Recap. We are your host, Justin and Diana, the green team. Yes, we are your hosts. There she is. We're in different locations again. I am in Detroit. And I'm still in Philadelphia. Yeah, I'll put my headphones on. Maybe that'll help it. Yeah. She's still in Philadelphia. A lot of people, huh? lot of people ask, how, how is it to live apart? And it's actually not that bad. It's like I get yeah. the ultimate me time. Yeah, it's not that bad for you because you, you get the best of both worlds. Um, James Earl has a um, personal matter going on right now. So he promises, promises he'll be here next week, uh, but he will be missing this one. Um, not sure what's going on with Krista. Krista might be joining us, but we definitely will have our new host joining us in a couple of minutes. But we want to have a little fun with you guys before I end to see who do you guys think is the new host or who do you guys want to see as the new host here of the Races Recap? What about you, Diana? Who would you like, who would you, who would you like to see? Should we give them? Should we give him some hints? Some hints? Yeah, like is it a male or female? Well, we could do that. Sure. Trying to draw it out. Trying to, to build it up. Well, no, I'm, I'm letting people get here. You know, it takes a couple minutes for the word to get out. Everybody who's in the rooms now, you're sharing it, right? You're putting it out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever it is. You Snapchat, I don't care, wherever you share it, letting people know that it, we're going to be doing this. And in about uh, two or three minutes, we'll announce it. How's that? Two or three minutes. We do have a couple. We do have a couple guesses already. Haley from season twenty-six. Oh. Um, yes, Haley and Blair. Jocelyn from twenty-eight to guess. Mikey from twenty-six from Truck Stop Love. Mm-hmm. All, all good guesses, but not our special guest. Oh, you're gonna throw that out there. You're gonna give them answers. Okay, not our special. Yeah, book. all of them. I'll eliminate people. I'm not gonna read everybody's guess. Well, you know, we'll see how it goes. I like this. I like this. So, uh, it, I am super excited to talk about this episode. Uh, I, I love the cast, and I'm really looking forward to breaking it down and seeing how everything goes. Here's uh, Teddy making another appearance today. <laughs> it's yeah, probably- it wasn't bothering you at all when you were setting up, and then as soon as you go live, he's like, okay, I know what to do. It's probably not Brooke or Claire, but they're your favorites. Probably right with not Brooke or Claire and your favorites. Marie. Corey, Bernie, Ooh. Marie, Corey, Bernie, Mikey, Jocelyn all have YouTube shows. So I could see why people are guessing all of them. <laughs> I don't have any of those. What? Oh, in, comments. in the chat room, Rachel yeah. from the green oh, team. Here we, go. here we go. Oh, my computer's just slow. Uh, Rachel from the green team, Rachel, or Rachel from uh, the... No. The, the Brunchels, winner. you mean? Yeah, uh, from well, yeah, right. Not the green team. The Brunchels, Rachel, or <laughs> or from Dave and Rachel. Which Rachel are you thinking about? 
I'm going to tell you both are wrong anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter what, Rachel. There's no Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. Not the name. Yeah, Rachel from the green team. Well, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how that would work out. <laughs> Rachel from the green team joining us. BJ. We I'm are going to meet. Yeah. We are going to meet her. I know. That's going to be the first time we'll get to meet her. I'm looking forward to it. Zach King, another YouTube star slash he stars of real television and Vine and True TV. He's all over. I like how our secret guest is reading all the comments and watching this. And that 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 male person who will be joining us, that male will be uh, about one minute away. Come on. Any last guesses on who this male would be from one of the past five seasons? This male did very well. Give like a this male did very well. Not from our season. (laughs) But there, there is something in common. We yes, we do share a link. We share a couple links, actually. We share a couple links. Uh, uh, what are you thinking? All right. All right. Let's Our, just bring him let's in. Let's just bring it in. Special guest, feel free to join in whenever you get this message. Everybody else. Super excited to announce our special guest host for the whole season. Jim from season 25 and the dentists? No. No, not Jim from season 25 and the dentists. And I don't think there's anything we have in common with Jim <laughs> and the dentists. Oh. I'll let my our special host from season 28's green team, the runner up, Mr. Corey Cool. <laughs> Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, hey. Oh, I forgot that they came in second, too. I was like, what we else did we it. We came, in, we came in third. Oh, third. Yeah, Justin? Second. We were awful. You were, second, you were second in our heart. You know, I get anyone who was second or third are runner-ups, technically. I mean, they, were there, on, they were there on the last day. You completed the race. You circle-navigated the globe. That is the truth. And there's been a lot going on since you guys circle navigated the globe. Do you want to catch everybody up on it and say hey, Dan? Yeah. Um, so last, I mean, last I checked in, I was still living in L.A. And I recently moved back to San Francisco because I'm happier here and I wanted to live in San Francisco. Um, and now Tyler and I turned our what we had as an audio pad podcast into a visual show so you can actually watch us weekly kind of break down what's going on in the pop culture world so psychobabble you know we haven't psychobabble yeah we haven't skewed too far away from the youtube world so still doing all those digital things but well we're super excited super excited to have you join us you do have a great perspective because you are a super fan you have done this and uh, you've been in the social digital world and i'm going to be looking to you this season to catch those things on social media that i know that we miss uh me diana and i i was live tweeting i watched it with east coast people on uh thursday night and i was live tweeting and it brought back all of the memories and it was fun because i think a lot of the people that followed me and tyler um on our season who were just casual followers of us on social media now actually enjoyed the show and they were excited for it to be back too which was really cool to see 
Oh, this it's it's going to be such a great season. Awesome. All right, so let's get stuff kicked off. We got the big hello. We're catching up with Corey. Let's talk about our first impressions and what we learned about the teams during the big suitcase task. So uh, if anybody's got some, feel free to go with uh, first impressions. Go ahead, Corey. I mean, you want me to start? Oh, sure. I guess, yeah. I, I was going to say, it's so interesting. I mean, from a from a viewer standpoint, people at home probably are just thinking that, yeah, the first task was that suitcase task, and that's all they got to see of each other before picking. But it's like, we know you go through a whole week of casting, you go through a whole week of rules. So you're sizing people up that entire time. So for me, I wouldn't have been picking people based off of how they finished in that suitcase challenge at all. I would have had a list going in as to who I wanted to work with. That's very smart. That's so, very true. All right. So I mean, who would I, you have picked? Oh God. I for <laughs> sure probably would have picked one of the guys. Honestly, I probably Scott. would have picked uh, like Logan, Redman, uh, maybe Seth. I don't know. Scott, stop it. You pick Scott. You're gonna pick Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the tweet. I saw it. No. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I see the tweet. Uh huh. No, so I think no. Listen, you can't go wrong with one of those picks, uh, Diana. What do you think? First impressions for you? Oh my goodness, I made what? a. Um... You made a bunch of them. Well, I got a quick one, and then you can go with a bunch of them. One of my first impressions was Liz. I'm sorry, but you got jeans and boots on. I would have looked at you as the first person eliminated. Yeah, yeah. Just from that first look. Absolutely. I mean, hey, the Cowboys are one of the best teams to ever race. They had jeans and boots, right? But I would have looked at her and been like, you're one of the first out because jeans and boots, you don't come to race. Um, so yeah. a couple things that I noticed, though, like Scott, uh, you could tell that he sought out Redmond when they first started to do the challenge. Like he knew that'd be a strong alliance to get him on his side in the beginning kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Oh, my gosh. I have, like so many notes. Uh, <laughs> Jen wanted Jen wanted a fun partner. And she asked if he was smarter. She said something about Kevin maybe not being smart, that she wanted somebody who was going to be fun. And I was like, no, you don't want – I mean, you are going to have fun, but you want smart. You definitely want smart on the race. All right, that's one of my things. A lot of uh, – I, I made a statement on Twitter saying within the first 10 minutes of the race, you could tell who was going home because they made a bunch of the mistakes that are key mistakes that if – you're a racer. You've watched the race. You know if you make those mistakes, you're done. And they did it right yeah. from the beginning, and that was one of them. It's like, I just want to have fun kind of attitude. Yeah. Are we I talking mean, about the tasks and the pick? Like how things went down like then? or we're, we're just going up until your first impressions in the suitcase right before the picks. Gotcha. Okay. So, you know, if you're looking at the I mean, suitcase. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say – it's it's so interesting. I mean, I think a lot of teams got partnered up well, and I think obviously people went into that with some uh, pre-made decisions based on what they had seen in casting and, and rules and all of that. But, I mean, I definitely yeah, – it seems like some people are there and ready to go and had search, and some people have shown up and we're just kind of along for the ride, so to speak. Definitely, definitely. Got the train going. Yeah, there you go. Um, I noticed though that like um, <laughs> Olive and Seth started out in the right direction in the very beginning, so that yeah. kind of looked strong for them on their part. That that was an instant bond that they both had. Yeah, definitely. And you could quickly tell, like, once this task began, who the leaders and who the followers are, and I think that that has a lot going into the race. 
Wait, wait. Speaking of followers, I, I don't know. I, I picked this up, but Jessie, my gosh, you know, she's a bodybuilder. She is a weightlifter. And she's talking about how she's an alpha male, okay, you know, gorgeous alpha male. And then she follows Francesca and gets mad at Francesca. And it's like, I followed you, <laughs> but I'm thinking, you're an alpha male. You're supposed to be a leader. So she'll never yeah. do that again, I'm sure. Once you make that mistake of following somebody and you realize, like, no, I'm going to win or lose by my own decisions and not by following. She'll never do that again. So that is an important lesson to learn very early. And it didn't hurt her. Yeah. All right, let's get to it. Let's get to the picks. Like, I thought there was some seriously odd picks. And uh, right from the beginning, I'm just going to start this off. Like, how the hell was Logan eighth picked? This dude is, like, tall, jacked, in amazing shape, good-looking. What did I miss? I have no idea. Logan Logan literally would have been my first pick, hands down. I, I could see I could, I would never I wouldn't argue that. An eighth pick? What they must see something that we didn't maybe during casting. I don't know. I think it's so interesting because so many people say that I think a lot of people wanted that like guy, girl, male, female balance because if you look at the race more male female teams have won than any other combo but when you actually break down the numbers there's also been more male female teams who have done the race right. so i remember when i looked after when my season was airing if you actually look at the number and like divide it down by teams that have raced as male female i mean the winning percentage is pretty similar to uh, male male teams there's just been a lot less male male teams to actually have done the race so what? i th- i think a lot of people were just thinking let's get that balance and let's go for a male-female pair. I think I would have sought out a guy for sure. All right. One thing I want to call out that I didn't get to before, Floyd, I'm calling you out right now. I'm calling bullshit. I know you're a super fan of the race, but you did not learn all the flags of the countries before you left to come here. I am sorry. I know there's only 240, maybe 250-something countries, but you did not learn all of them. I'm calling you out. Okay. All right. All right. I'm not calling him out. I think – no, I do think he did his homework, though. I don't think he – maybe maybe he over-exaggerated. He learned all the countries. But that was something that I did. I I studied maps and I studied um, flags. We all studied, but he made the statement. I learned all of them before coming. So, like you haven't made statements uh, that are maybe a little a little extra. Okay, I gotta be some extra. Is that why you guys brought me in to like facilitate the arguments between the two of you? I guess somebody needs to do it. I was like, did you guys really like study flags and countries? Because Tyler and I for sure did not do that. Oh, 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 I definitely did. Justin actually made me feel guilty. Like if I would just be watching TV because he was in Phoenix. So we were living like this again and he made yeah. me feel guilty. Like for not studying, for not going to the gym and like busting my butt. And he was like, this is the chance at a million dollars. Like you need to have no regrets. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. He was like, you know, I'm going to study the things that I'm good at. And I need you to study those things like maps. And I was like, all right. So I did. I was a little, I was a little, I was really into it. And I just didn't want to have any regrets. That was the one thing I didn't want going yeah. And we don't have any regrets except giving the cab driver a hundred dollars, except for that one. And that's nothing, <laughs> that's nothing that the maps or flags could have prepared us for. So, all right, let's move on. Cause I don't want to talk about us. Let's talk yeah. about this. Yes. All right. So, so Seth had made first choice, which is Olive, which would have been one of my top three for sure. She was my top girl and I would let her save my life in a heartbeat. 
<laughs> so I can't argue that. Team America. I like the name Team America. So we got uh, Matt and Redmond, which is uh, Matt picked Redmond, which is an interesting pick. Okay. Uh, he's got the amputee thing going. He's got the military thing going, which is great leadership. He's got an amazing attitude. But first guy picked? Yeah. I get, that was my first pick. And Matt picked Redmond for the exact reason that I would have picked Redmond. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. He, I he was stand by that decision. I guess that Redmond was like, would have been at the like top three of my choices. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, the hashtag the boys, I think they're, they're one of the strongest teams going in for sure. But I would have looked at probably Logan, uh, Olivia, uh, probably would have been my top two. If I would have looked at Matt, of course, uh, like I said, in the other choice, Logan, Olivia, Matt. And then um, I would have, I would have actually looked at uh, having a, a little fun on my team. I would have been hashtag down with team fun. <laughs> a little Becca, Becca, Becca seems really like she could be a good balance for me. <laughs> Cause yeah, I get see, some... I need team serious. <laughs> <laughs> That's the team. Like you're, you're over here dancing around in Argentina and I'm like, can we move please? I'm not uh, about the fun. Um, I, this is, I think, the first questionable pick. Shamar says he's picking the hot girl, Sarah. Shamir. Shamir, sorry. Shamir from the Bronx picking the hot girl, Sarah. Team SNS Express. What do you think about that pick? I think that's picking with a different head. Yes. <laughs> I'll let you say it. <laughs> it's Team Olive. It's Olive, not Olivia. It's Olive. Oh, well, yeah, okay. So he blatantly admitted he picked her to defend. Not like she's a weak, a weak partner, but if that's the reason yeah. that you're picking it, that's probably uh, one of the reasons you're going to lose. Uh, I'm, <laughs> and then uh, Becca t- went with Team Fun, and she picked who she called Urkel, hashtag Team Fun. What do you think about Becca and Floyd? This dynamic is either going to get really, really fun or really annoying, I think. <laughs> yeah, Corey. I'm here for team fun. I mean, I, I just wanted to watch them the entire time. Like I didn't even want to see any of the other teams. I was enjoying watching them that much. Um, I sent Floyd a message on Facebook too, just saying like, that was a great first episode for them. I thought they worked really well together as a team. I mean, I see some of the people that are super type A and super serious. And it's like Tyler and I had a serious side to ourselves at the end of the day. We just wanted to have fun. I think, that's really going to help them in the race. I think you need days where you just want to have fun and you have a partner that you can have a good time with. So I'm looking at them. Like, I think they will go far and I think they will do well. Yeah. What do you think, babe? I see. I'm, I am uh, team serious. I don't know if I'm on that. <laughs> like, luckily you were the team fun for me and you kind of, you allowed me those cha- like those moments when you were kind of uh, doing things to like, yeah, stop and smell the roses, which I needed. But I mean, I don't know if I could deal with all that fun all the time. I'm like, yeah, very, like very serious. Like, let's get this done. <laughs> they wouldn't have been good part. <laughs> no, oh my gosh. No. Uh, but yeah, I see them as a total wild card. They can win it all or they can just go out any week depending on what the task is. I, that's, that's kind of how I see them. Uh, all or nothing for Team Fun. Now, this is going to be the most interesting team of the season if they can stick around for a couple weeks. Vanek and Ashton. So, Vanek went and picked Ashton. Of all the people yeah. to possibly pick, went and picked Ashton. 
He he must like blondes. I'm sorry. He, because I, that's uh, what I do. Yeah. I was, was going to say the same thing. <laughs> I think I'm like, did he do what Shamir did, but just didn't say out loud that that's what he was doing? That's oh, clearly. what my thought process was. Yeah, because um, Landon or London, I forget the girl's name. Oops, sorry. Um, okay, so London picked... Landon or is it Logan? Logan. Oh my God, it's Logan. No. <laughs> London, picked Logan. London, London picked Logan, and she was the only other blonde. So you know, Vanek had uh, Ashton because exactly it's, it's Vank. It kind of rhymes with bank. I'm sorry if we mispronounced the name. Slap me in the mouth. It's Vank. Rhymes with bank. Gotcha. Thanks, London, Riley. London, London, and Logan to remember. Yeah. Okay. Now uh, we had Team Fun. That's Team Vank and Ashton. When their names are Team Vank and Ashton, just from if that's your hashtag, I don't think you're gonna survive too long. <laughs> they didn't put a lot of effort into it. I saw uh, I saw people on Twitter saying that they were automatically not rooting for anyone who just used their names. But there was like a handful of there was like uh, Bank and Austin did it, or uh, yeah, Bank and Ashton did it, Brooke and Scott did it, and uh, Liz and Mike all just went with their names. Yeah, I liked Will and Grace. I don't know, I, but I guess people would start thinking that their names are Will and Grace. That's why. Yeah, that would yeah. that would have been fun, uh, and then when Sarah went and picked Joey, which she was you know older, and I guess she wanted someone more mature as well with her. But I think when you're more mature and you're the older, uh, you should probably go with somebody who's different. I don't know if this is the best pick for her. I was surprised. I looked. Up I think they might bounce. How, how old she was, and I think it said Tara was only thirty four. So I'm like, how? She's what age bracket is she looking for? But I mean, I, I guess I get it. A lot of the other people were in their like mid twenties, so maybe thirty four does put you on the older side. Well, in yeah. this cast, in this cast, it does. I thought Logan would have been the pick there. That I think that team would have been a great balance for them too. Uh, but uh, London got her choice, and I think Logan was her number one choice the whole time because she seemed ecstatic to pick Logan. Yeah, I can't believe that nobody That's picked Francesca or Jesse. I think they saw attitude. <laughs> I would have been, I would have been seriously intimidated by them. I mean, they're both like ripped, beautiful women. I honestly think I would have just been intimidated by them. Yeah. I mean, I would have been intimidated by them, but I, I don't see, know. I see them as having a lot of the same characteristics or strengths that I might have. So like if I'm picking a team, I'm picking somebody that's going to balance me out or be able to 100% yeah. keep up with me physically or, or push me physically. So that's the two, two ways I would have looked at things, but balance is always the best in this. All right. We're up on another Michael. And I know uh, Mike from uh, Mike and Michelle is a little upset at this casting. So uh, we got team Liz and Mike, Mike went with the country girl and this, and I thought that was another kind of like, you guys are so similar, you should have went with, you know, Jesse or Francesca. What do you think about this Michael and Liz, Team Liz and Mike? I mean, Mike said in one of his first, uh, like, interview cuts that they gave him was that he was looking for a girl who had some charm. And at that point when he was picking, it was down to Ashton, Jesse, and Francesca. So I understand why he picked Liz, because he probably thought... Southern Charm, Southern Bell. Gotcha. Maybe he was looking for that balance. Okay. Maybe, maybe he was trying to find some sort of balance. 
Well, yeah, I, I thought, uh, yeah, I guess Brooke probably for me. Well, we'll see. Oh, yeah, Scott picked Brooke earlier. So we're, we're over here and they're looking at the small sisters with the two ones left. I, I think they're so similar that they're not going to be able to balance each other out. I love the name, probably the best hashtag of the season, small sisters. Uh, I loved it. I yeah, said, like, that is, that's literally the definition of serendipity. At first, yeah. they're frenemies. They, like, hate each other when they're doing their first task. Now they get paired up with each other, and we'll see how that goes. Oh, they could. I'm, I'm rooting for them as the only girl-girl team. I mean, for them. Yeah, that's the. I was just about to get to the setup. There is a one girl-girl team, one male-male team, and the rest are all couples. That's a pretty interesting dynamic this season. And everybody's relatively young. So that's going to be fun to watch. All right. So now that we got through the teams, cab rides. Uh, do you like this random express pass? What's going on? It was just a random express pass. You didn't have to earn it. I don't, I don't like that at all. I don't like random. Earn it. What do you think about it? Part of me made me feel like I liked it better than them giving it away in the, like, the fifth episode, which is what they did of our season, where I was like, okay, that's a little late to be handing it out. <laughs> but I mean, I, I get it because they, they had so much more to put into this first episode. And I think they understand that they should be giving it away in the first episode, which is, um, I think, needs to be done. But yeah, the, the randomization of it was a little odd to me. Well, yeah, I mean, it's rewarding a random team instead of rewarding the team that comes in first and making a prize. I mean, that oh, yeah. kind of creates, you know, like giving it to the team that comes in first creates uh, a, like a target. So, and also they can keep it secret. Nobody has to know who, that's the other thing. Nobody knows who has it at this point. That's the, that's the part of it that I was enjoying. That was the only, like, that was the silver lining of it being random to me was that now it's it's completely up to them to keep it a secret and it might be kind of cool if they if they play it later on and people don't expect that they have it right. so that that is one way to look at it it is 100 percent a secret and they could share it uh with whoever they want now I'd be curious to see if anybody lies saying they have it. there's no yeah but there's no motivation to like there's no reason to share it with anybody i would keep that secret i'm sure you would want to tell the world justin but i'd want to keep the secret <laughs> and i'd want to use it <laughs> no i don't uh, i don't i didn't i wouldn't say i want to tell the world i would only use it if i felt i needed to for an alliance but we didn't really need it this will be a what can you do for me i have to express this that's not what i would do <laughs> so they found out they were going to panama city panama um we found out shamir speaks english i mean speaks spanish <laughs> i hope he speaks english <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first flight is going to be landing at 7 a.m. And we find out later that the second flight is going to be delayed an hour and it's going to land at 936. So two hours and 36 minutes after. And only the first four teams are going to make that first flight. That's a huge difference. Um, I picked this up, though, and Scott was the only person to carry his partner's bag. Ooh. And some people were asking about the su uh, suitcases and where the bags came from. When they brought the suitcases to the airport, they traded them for their backpacks when they got to the airport for the suitcases in yeah. each challenge. That shows what kind of man Scott is right there. Mm -hmm. 
Scott carrying his backpack. I like that. Made the right choice. Another thing that I noticed, the intro. 15 minutes into the show, and it's a, a blank intro because they didn't know who the partners were. I didn't even think about that. So is this going to be all season? No intro with, you know, hair flips or nobody all year? Just I, to show. I, I saw uh, Joey. Is that his name? I'm like, why am I blanking? Yep. Um, Joey posted on Facebook that it, it's it's coming, so I'm assuming they filmed it after uh, or before they started in Panama, and then got them maybe just put together. Uh, it'd be interesting. I you know we always pick maybe up maybe they that in the park there after they all really ran out. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure they they figured this out. Oh well, yeah. Well, you know that like I'm sure it was an overnight flight, and I'm sure that they spent. Uh, eight hours after that first task, sitting in the airport, getting to know each other, uh, playing games. That's the stuff they don't show, but that's that's the fun part. Right. All right. So on that first flight, we had um, Matt and Redmond, Becca Floyd, Scott Brook, uh, L- London Logan, Seth and Olive. Now, this, the second flight uh, was the team – ah, that's so loud. Second flight was the team that got driven by um, – Phil, so Phil. Phil must drive like a grandma on the way to the airport. <laughs> I was, I was a little, I would have been annoyed by that. Literally, if I had ridden there with Phil and then ended up on the second flight, I would have been. Yeah, scared. but there was no advantage. No, but see, and I thought of that too. But there was no advantage except Phil is your driver. I think the only advantage was you also like, did. You don't have to pay for. You don't have to pay for a cab. Like they had Phil's, to pay right. cab and pay for that first thing. Phil's from LA. Uh, you don't have to stop and ask for directions. He should just go straight to the airport. He should have an advantage. You should know exactly. I'm sure they did just go straight to the airport, but it was still, the speed limit. Uh, it was. Terrible. Did you? I tweeted at Phil and said, I can't believe you had to drive in LA just like making a joke about the traffic. And he replied and said that it was just a car on a trailer. Like that he didn't even really drive them, that the car was like being pulled. <laughs> I was going to ask that. Like, did Phil actually drive or like, did he just get in the seat, shoot that, that scene? And then like, <laughs> I have no idea. I don't even know if he was, it, I mean, I assumed he was being serious from what he tweeted at me. <laughs> <laughs> but if you watch, uh, if you watched the, some of the extra clips that they put on YouTube when the Swole sisters checked in, he was very apologetic to them for not getting them on the first flight. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's okay. Sometimes the first flight's not the best thing to be on. Some like ours, but uh, this one, it definitely made sense because you got a two and a half hour advantage. All right. And, uh, anybody want to comment on anything else like Kevin bringing a flower to the desk clerk or <laughs> no, where did he get that flower? It was like right in front. You could see them on like the desk next to them. It was like decorations, and he just picked it up and handed it to her. All right, let, yeah. let's get to it. They land self-drive. This seems to have changed the whole dynamic of the first leg of the race. And why is the largest landmark in the country so hard to find? What am I missing here? Justin, I know, but you say well, it like the largest landmark. It's flat. It's not like it's a big mountain or uh, Christ the Redeemer that you can point to it and say, take me there. No, it's on the water. It's where the two oceans meet. Go to the water and make a right. It's not that difficult. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Maybe you um, guys can help me. I what was, I, I, was, 
I was very curious. I know you guys didn't have a self-drive on your season, uh, but when we drove in Dubai, they gave us like turn-by-turn map quest old school like instructions for the first couple of places that we went. And then it was kind of just like, figure it out so i'm assuming they got the figure it out yeah directions that we got a lot of them had like just regular maps and and they're oh yeah and having to tell which direction is north and then i heard that there was insane amount of traffic Uh, a tanker had blown up and apparently there was just a lot of traffic all right here's the map right here it's 35 minute drive from the airport to the locks can you see what i'm saying here i just want to show everyone all right so okay this one road down and you just follow the same road all the way around i'm just saying there's two two roads and then you make a left here all right i know i love that you pulled this up But this, I'm just saying, this took over three hours for most most teams, and this is a 35-minute ride, just saying. Plus it's language barrier that nobody seemed to know what they were talking about or how to get there, and we know what that's like. We've had, you know, taxi drivers like to take us places, and they don't know what you're talking about. All right. Yeah, and I... (laughs) And I saw, yeah, in one of the extra videos from uh, Mike and Liz... It was just him explaining like half the street signs were behind like a palm frond when you're driving. You can't even see if that's the street you're supposed to be turning on and not to mention like street signs in other languages. So, I mean, I, I was like, I was having flashbacks to Dubai and just glad that I wasn't driving <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Somebody said even Shamir and Sarah got lost and Shamir speaks fluent Spanish. So well, he speaks the language. It doesn't mean he's good with direction. You go to the water, you make it right. If you don't know where you're going, follow the water. The water's going to take no, you to the canal. Okay, no, see, hold on. And here's the other thing is the thing to do would have been to find out where you're going before you leave the airport. 100%. Oh, yeah. Like, the- that's what – yeah, especially if they had the clue and they had all that time in the airport, you bet your butt that we would have memorized. Okay, but if the reason is that you can't see the signs, that's different, but – you should at least know, all right, I need to go north and then go east or west. Absolutely. I mean, that's what we did when we were in the car. And it's like, we were maybe a little, we asked a lot of questions and we stopped a lot because I did not, the last thing I ever wanted to do was say, oh shit, I've been driving in the wrong direction for an hour. And there were multiple teams that sounded like they said that this week. Yeah, I, 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 that would drive me up a wall if we're going in the wrong direction for an hour. Now, how do we feel about the Becca Floyd freestyle? Uh, you know, I think uh, this time it was uh, uh, Becca throwing down. Did we care about that at all? No. I, I loved it. Like I said, they honestly <laughs> just remind me of how Tyler and I were acting the majority of the time we were on the race. And I think maybe that's why I love them because – I honestly know that he and I needed those moments when we were racing. So I'm like, if you want to bust out a rap and you want to spit for us, go for it. Like entertain yourself. You're in charge of your own good time. I think that it was actually a really good way to cut that tension and maybe release some of that adrenaline that everybody has. when you're so tense like this, they would just kind of gig. That was, I think actually a really good tension break. What do you think, Diana? Well, I think, too. I mean, you're still kind of getting to know somebody and, you know, it's not really, hey, tell me about your life story. It's like, let's just have fun. Let's learn about each other as we go through this experience instead of 
being boring in the car is not fun. We also had a so. we also had a little sassiness with uh, a Brooke and Scott, which carried through the whole episode. What do you think about the sassiness carrying over with Brooke and Scott? I just want to say, any male men that are listening, let this be a lesson to you. And maybe I am not the well. I know that Brooke's on my side, but. Never, ever, 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 ever <laughs> tell a woman to relax, calm down, or any other form of saying that because it, it actually always makes it worse. Always. Never do we ever calm down. So that's, that's true. all I'm going to say. Just like, let it leave your vocabulary. This cracks me up. I was worried for them, for sure. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna have problems. I don't. See, I see a little sassiness coming off, and he it never even at the end in the, in the interviews after the race, there was still a little tension there, and I think this is gonna carry over. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I love it because even though they just met, they are already like the old married couple that have been bickering entire relationship. Cynical Romantic says they're, like. they're this season's Chris and Logan. <laughs> I could see that. I mean, I got I got Chris and Logan vibes from them. I got Matt and Dana vibes from them. <laughs> uh, That's top three, she, both teams. I know. I mean, she reminded me a little bit of flow even back when. Oh. That's two winners in a third place. Jeez, so they might be the, they might be perfect for each other. Then maybe that's what they need—a little crazy, a little uh, like crazy dynamic between them. All right, let's get to it. What is Vank doing, giving math directions? Oh my! God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have the direct quote. <laughs> if you want to hear it. Yeah. Uh, Vank, look for the roundabout. Uh, once you get to. <laughs> Once you get to the roundabout, take a 135-degree right turn. Ashton, I'm, I don't uh, know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere between a right angle. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not how I give directions, and that's not how I would want anyone to give me directions. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I would like now I know now I know what it must be to be like my students like when I'm explaining something and it just sounds like wah 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 <laughs> wah wah okay Miss Bishop <laughs> oh, it was, I found it so funny and I, I'm looking forward to that dynamic and I hope they stick around and just kind of float somewhere in the middle because I want to see more of them two together <laughs> it's going to be the I would <laughs> Yeah, I mean, talk about an odd couple. I mean, they said it themselves, but it's like, I would love for them to stick around because I would love for them to surprise me. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that would definitely be one or one fun experience to watch those two get through and beat some of these really tough teams because I think there's some really strong teams this season. All right, let's get to the detour. Shoot or scoot. Uh, we're going to go with the shoot or scoot. They're pretty simple. Uh in scoot, teams had to beat a pair of professional rowers in a 400-meter, which is a quarter-mile sprint, in a modern a canoe called a Cayuco. Uh, the teams that lost uh, their first attempt had a 50-meter head start, lost the second attempt to get a 100-meter head start, etc. In shoot, teams had to row a traditional uh, Cayuco canoe to an area and shoot a bow and arrow, shoot two fish, uh, and then to get back. Okay, which would you have picked and why? Corey. I think... Uh, Tyler and I would have for sure done scoot. It just reminded me of 
camel racing that we did when we were in Dubai and we had kind of decided to muscle it out. And I think we would have made a similar decision in this situation, especially once you would have read the clue and seen that you got a head start. If you lost your first heat, we would have hands down picked Scoot. Yep. Diana, I, I for sure thought would have 100% went with Scoot. You? Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah, Scoot. I think we're both really comfortable in boats uh, on the water, and I think we would have went with that one for sure. Uh, and it, and the majority of people did. It seemed like only it not seemed like only one team did finish shoot. That it was Becca and Floyd, and they seemed to do it pretty uh, easily compared to everybody else who tried and switched. Uh, and the only team that did scoot on the first try was Matt and Redmond, who beasted through and got it on the first try, whereas every other team did it on a third try or more. Do we think that's going to come into play? Did you see what? It, did you see how many attempts? I rewatched the episode today, and I was—I mean, Shamir and Sarah didn't get a whole lot of edit this first episode, but I couldn't tell how many attempts they did it in either. I mean, he said he was something, but it looked like they did it pretty quickly. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't have. I don't have the answer for all of them, but I think I have Sarah and Shamir was third try. So um, he might have been strong, but Sarah, she's smaller, so she might have not have been able to. And it's about rhythm, too. If you don't get the rhythm right, it's like, and go off. Well, yeah, it's not. I mean, part of it is how it's really how quickly and how far you can pull your oar through the water. Like you want to get the farthest possible reach and take it as far back as you can. Yeah, a lot of people, you saw those quick strokes, that quick top of the water, half paddle. That's you don't want to go deep. Well, you're only moving the boat then this much instead of this much. Yeah. Right. So I I would have loved to have done that with Diana. I think we would have fared very well in that challenge. Uh, I mean, you could, you could definitely tell it was one of those detours where both sides of the detour were all right there, um, which I think is what led led to so many people switching. I think it looked like four or five teams did it attempted both sides of the detour, which I thought was wild, but obviously it was, it was all right there in that same spot. Is there any thought of losing the first heat just uh, without putting much energy in just to get a head start, or do you give it an all first try? I mean, at least when I was kind of thinking this, because when we did our camel racing, you had to finish the course. Like you couldn't just, once the camels were ahead of you, you couldn't just stop and say, okay, I'm ready to take the the head start for the next heat. And I could tell it was probably the same for this too, because I mean, I probably would have, not rode as hard once they passed me in that first heat, but you looked like you had to complete the full course to be able to then get the head start on the next one. Yeah. Like I would have used that first heat as a warm up. I, I would have started as strong as I could to see kind of where you have to be in order oh, to absolutely. like to keep pace with them. And then, like you said, once they passed you, I wouldn't of course give everything, but I would use the rest. Right, of I'm going like to rest the arms. Right. Right. <laughs> per- uh, perfect. The technique is what you should have been doing once they were ahead of you. Yeah, uh, a lot of teams flipping their boats in that uh, the modern canoe. Uh, the mo- uh, a lot of teams just can't get the balance down of just sitting in the middle. All right. Okay. Yeah, but those are really difficult to keep balanced, Justin. I know. I'm just I'm pointing out a fact. I'm not like mocking them. I'm just pointing out facts. I know, but <laughs> did, I just always Van- have to defend people. I feel like. <laughs> Do Vank and Ashton officially have the worst chemistry after that bow and arrow debate? I mean, that was, it just seems so he, awkward. No, but it was funny because he, he attempted a couple of tries and it didn't get very far. And then Ashton like gives it a go and he's telling her, put your finger, 
parallel to the bow and she's just like, can you just let me, leave me, like, be quiet and let me try this, please? Yeah, she did have uh, the line of the night. <laughs> Maybe I need to just try it and you need to be quiet for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love her. Little, I love their uh, their interactions with each other because I can never, I never see him getting snippy or getting really mad, but I just always see him being very analytical. <laughs> it's gonna be very like he's like Minnesota, or I think he's from Minnesota. He's Minnesota nice, and he's got the New York kind of street. I, now, uh, after Becca's freestyle, we had Floyd. It was his turn to freestyle on the way to the pit stop. What do we think about Floyd? Did he uh, hold his own against Becca? <laughs> I mean, I'm once they release a mixtape, I'm the first buying it. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> there you go. You hear that? I will download it on iTunes. I'll get it on SoundCloud, wherever they want to put it. Team Fun, it's time. Get yourself a, sh- uh, a, a song on YouTube. Team Fun, get it up there. We'll support it. We'll be the first ones to play it next week. Get it up. <laughs> All right. Kevin and Jen literally got lost every chance they could. <laughs> they got lost on the trail trying to get the clue. Every, 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 on the road to everything, they got lost. Yeah, but you get what you ask for. She wanted somebody who was going to have fun with her, and they had fun. Well, they, they seem to be having fun a lot until uh, they got lost. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm a little disappointed because, I, I, you know, I was into rugby. My best friend is, is a rugby player. He played for USA Rugby. I was rooting for the rugby guy and <laughs> first one out. Oh, well. Um, Michael's quote. I just oh, think. Go ahead. I was going to say, I just think they, they, neither of them were willing to take the, like, wheel, so to speak, or, like, get in the driver's seat. They were both just kind of laid back, which I think you do need to be a little laid back at sometimes, but I think they were both just way too laid back. Yeah, well, they wanted to follow people doing the suitcase thing. Both of them worked together talking about following following the white people. Yeah, that was, uh, that's literally when I knew it was over, when they were sitting there, just standing there, watching the team that's across the street this way and this way, and they're standing there, and it's a red light, so if it's a red light this way, then it's a green light this way, you should be crossing. They're sitting there, taking a breath, watching the white people, both of them going to be followers. That's exactly the point I knew they were going home, first or second. They were done. I, I'm, I felt so like, Argh! but anyway, I digress. <laughs> All right, uh, Michael's quote, this one got me boiling too. I don't believe there is anyone who's ever run, the, run this race who hasn't thought about quitting 10 times in one day because it's brutal. I, I tweeted that <laughs> quote and said, not once ever did Tyler and I consider quitting the race. And I, and, I, and I struggled for four hours trying to learn a ballet, and I never once <laughs> thought of quitting, so... <laughs> Yeah, he must be thinking of Bergen and Kurt touch season uh, or watching the Canadian seasons. I I don't know what he's thinking. I was like... Oh, definitely a Canadian season. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We'll take the penalty. We'll take the penalty. Yeah. I mean, I understood... I I mean, I understood that they were frustrated. I I don't understand ever wanting to quit, especially if you're a fan of the show. But, I mean, when you look at it and you saw that the first plane landed at 7-whatever and the second plane landed at 9 in the morning and it was dark when they were finishing, I'm trying to think if we ever had a day that was that long, and I don't think we did. 
Yeah, Paris to Rotterdam. That that was the one that was kind of one for us. Um, so it, it's definitely brutal. And you think about uh, how strong you are and if you can get through these things, but you never think about quitting. You think about can your body keep up with it? Can your mind keep up with it? Can you never, I never thought once about quitting. Even at the end when I knew we lost, I was like, Ugh, I slowed down, but I wasn't going to quit. Uh, yeah, Justin. I mean, we're like uh, a sand hump away from finishing the amazing race. Is like the roughest that we had it. I know. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of like when you said that. I was like, well, we could have did. We kind of had, you know, we were up front a lot and we didn't have any difficulty. Yeah. So, Michael, I kind of got your point, but you took it a little too far. Uh, I don't think there's many people who, who thought that. <laughs> All right. No, I mean, there have been people that have quit. Right, but I'm saying there's not many of the. Of the of the percentages yeah, are going to be yeah. less less than ten percent, I would say. All right, so here we're going to get to the uh, two hour penalty. So there was debate on Twitter about this: a two hour penalty is it fair? What do you think? Is it fair two hour penalty uh, for uh, they tried it? It looks like one attempt, and then it was too dark, and they had a two hour penalty, and they wind up losing by twenty five minutes. I thought it was fair. I honestly, I, I mean, when I, when they showed that edit and showed that it was Kevin and Jen running up, I knew there was going to be a penalty. I honestly thought they were going to say it was going to be a four hour penalty. I was surprised it was only two. Um, what I was rationalizing is, yeah, they, they've been on the ground since nine in the morning. Like it was summer in Panama. I'm sure it got dark at seven or eight o'clock at night. Mm. It's a good 12 hours that they've been out on the course Wow. Yeah. What are you going to do? I don't know. But, Debbie, how do you feel about it, Diana? Uh, I'm sorry. I think it was fair. Yeah. Even if it was a half hour, that's the only way it would have even been close anyway. No, I don't think a half, half hour. I don't think that, like a half hour wouldn't have been fair for not doing a task. I feel like, you know, yeah. you take the time that, that completing a task takes for the average maybe couple seasons. And I know, but I was saying, even if it was a half hour, they still would have lost is what I'm saying. So even oh, right, if they got right. the smallest penalty, which is a half hour, then they still would have lost or it would have right. been like down to minutes Close. or two. So uh, it sucks. That I, was, yeah. I was just going to say, I'd love to see how long it, it took most of the teams who were there for three attempts. Because even then, yeah, when people, that one scene showed uh, Liz and Mike were like, in another boat while they were like returning their boat over. So like it long detour for anyone who was doing the boat races. So yeah, I, I thought two hours was fair. Yeah. Well, it wind up costing them cause they did get there. They did beat Mike and Liz to the, to the finish line. Cause uh, Mike and Liz got lost again. So I heard a couple different things. Mike and Liz showed up 15 minutes after Mike and Liz showed up 25 minutes after and Mike and Liz showed up a half hour after. So those are the three answers I got from cast members. <laughs> so, uh, that it, those are all pretty, pretty sure. Yeah. All right. So the finishing order is uh, Team America, Seth and Olive, Team Fun, Becca and Floyd, the boys, Matt and Raymond, uh, Team Brooke and Scott, the SNS Express, Team Mom and Dad, Team Vank and Ashton, Team Lolo, Swole Sisters, uh, Long Hair Don't Care Went Home. How do we feel about the episode in general? Um, premiere episode. It felt like they had a lot packed in 
to to especially with them having to pick teams and everything. I mean, I was happy with Tristan. I was on the edge of my seat. I I didn't know who was going home. Yeah, I really enjoyed the the way it was set up. I liked the new beginning. I liked a couple of the new twists to it. I liked the dynamic of uh, the teams learning each other uh, as the race is on. Um, I liked the task before they pick teams. Um, and I really enjoyed that the, I felt the tasks were kind of balanced. I didn't think that one was a, a lot more easier than the other, even though seems like everybody wind up fishing, finishing uh, the race. Um, but all in all, I think it was a great first episode for a new twist of a season that uh, people were had mixed feelings about. Yeah, I think so too. I like the, uh, the stranger aspect. I mean, really though, at the end of the season, a lot of the most contestants and group of the season are really close. So it's just like, imagine going into this experience with, just yourself and you're forced to kind of get along with these people. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see when the niceties wear off and when they start really showing their true colors and when things really start getting under their skin, how they like verbalize, don't do this, or this is how I need to be spoken to kind of thing. I mean, Uh, it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Okay. So let's do it. Final three, do you want to make final three predictions or, or who do you, who's your favorite team or who's going to win it all predictions? Anybody bold enough to do that? I could kick it off if you want. <clears throat> I, I, think, I think the way the teams finished in the first episode is not going to be that much different from the way they finish then, o- overall this season. That's I, I could, exactly what I thought. Yeah, I think there's a couple, like, uh, I think the Team Lola will finish a little higher than they finished. Um, and uh, I think Brooke and Scott uh, could possibly, well, see, Matt, yeah, Becca and Floyd are the, the wild card to me. I see Seth and Olive and Matt and Redmond definitely. And Beck and Floyd, they could be, they could win it all. <laughs> or they could be out the next week. But, yeah, I kind of see those as my top three. Diana, what are you looking at? Uh, sorry, I was frozen, so I was just probably nodding and pretending like I was listening until it came back. But definitely, uh, I have Seth and Elf up top. Uh, Matt and Redmond, Scott and Brooke are my top three. Um, I- I'm worried about Bank and Ashton and Michael and Liz. Mike looked like he was having, you know, struggling to run with the suitcase challenge. And I know it's lots and lots and lots of running in the amazing race. Uh, and then I have, like, Francesca and Jesse, I really think can go either way. I think both being strong women could hurt them or it could be something that keeps them up, uh, up with the better mixed teams. Yeah. I see, um, I see the next possible team gone, either Liz and Mike or Bank and Ashton. Uh, it's probably the next team gone. And uh, the next team that's going to win is probably uh, going to be a Becca Floyd versus Matt uh, Redman in the f- uh, final two next next week when they head to Sao Paulo, Brazil. Mm, they're teasing a couple of things that uh, they're teasing, like bungee jumping, which just seeing Scott's reaction, I identify with that. And I remember being absolutely <laughs> terrified, absolutely terrified. And then just like having this like wave of calmness come over me when they counted down and I just did it. So I'm really excited to see how other people handle that fear because I know it's paralyzing. 
Yeah, uh, looking forward. There's skydiving, bungee jumping, drama, lots of drama, bickering back and forth, and a lot of dancing, having some fun. Looks like a great season. Three U-turns, two double U-turns, and a double blind U-turn. How do you feel about that? Second time ever, three U-turns, and they're all doubles. What do you think? I love it. I mean, I, I think a little bit it's like that in the race sometimes. I, I hope it's – I hope it's uh, – U-turns that people can recover from because I, I think Brody and Kirk got the short ends in with, uh, with, uh, with having a uh, roadblock afterward that, that was kind of like, like no was going to struggle. So I have U-turns. I think teams should definitely use them, uh, but I think it does need to be a little fair where it's, it's fun to watch somebody recover from that. That was like Logan and Chris on our season. I mean, we we used that third U-turn hoping to send them home, and it ended up – I mean, they ended up recovering and – Being the first team ever to do both sides of the U-turn. It is kind of one of those moments where, I mean, you're shocked and you're also in awe that, like, wow, I can't believe that 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 they were able to do that and make it past. So Without the express pass. Well, I think all in all, it's going to be a, uh, it's off to a great start. We're off to a really good season. Um, looking forward to Brazil, looking forward to some of the new twists and turns. I've spoke with a lot of the members of the cast and they seem, they've been together for a year already waiting for this to happen. And they seem right. to be really, really close. And that usually means to me that the season was really fun. Kind of like your season was your cast seems to be really close as well. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. It looks like a great season. I missed it in the fall, obviously, like I think a lot of us uh, previous racers did. And I'm yeah, I was telling you like the week before it started. I'm like I'm weirdly anxious for this to start. I, I'm ready for the ride again. So, well, thank each and every one of you for coming out. We really appreciate it. Um, oh, you thank me for coming out. <laughs> <laughs> give you guys a little thumbs up everybody in the room if you give a little thumbs up or a share it'd be greatly appreciated if you're liking what you're seeing diana any uh words of wisdom i don't want to cut you off i know you took some notes i don't want to anything i missed no, let me just let me just go through anything i missed going through there i'm, I'm excited about the brazil uh episode the, uh, brazil was really good to us um, so I'm excited to see oh, you there. I always, um, I always take a look at who came in first in our, like our leg. Mm-hmm. So whoever came in ninth, I'm kind of rooting for you to go from worst to first. I think it was team uh, mom and dad, right? Tara and Joey. Uh, Swole sisters were ninth. Oh, Swole sisters. Uh, right, well, I got my, uh, fingers crossed for them. <laughs> Well, all right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Races Recap. We will be back same time, same uh, place, same channel. And with our new host, Corey Cole, thank you so much. Looking forward to another great season. Thank you, brother. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here. So all right, looking tell, forward to each week. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We'll see you next week. Wow, you made it all the way through the podcast. If you want to continue to support the Races Recap, please check us out at racesrecap.com.